Hey everyone, welcome back to the It's a Mind Game podcast. I'm so excited to be chatting with you again today. My name is Jade and goodness, how cool is it to have you reaching out um, mainly via Instagram and some by email about your stories and what you've achieved since listening to the podcast. Um, I've now learned of a few recovery period stories and also some pregnancies, um, which is just like so, so exciting. And it makes me so happy when you guys reach out and connect and share your stories, but also share where you're at with your journey. So whether you're in the middle of recovering from HA or an eating disorder, um, or even exercise addiction, um, I'm really glad to know that this podcast is having an influence on your recovery and your journey. Um, and if there's anything I can do to further help you in that path, please let me know. And I'd be more than happy to cover it on a podcast episode. Um, two weeks ago, it was Kasima's birthday party. Um, it did get originally rescheduled because it was way too hot on the original date. It was meant to be 40 degrees. Um, but it worked out perfect because the rescheduled date meant that we could have 30 guests at our house instead of 15. Um, main reason I'm sharing this story with you is because I guess I got a bit emotional at the end of her birthday. Um, I was already pretty emotional as it was just recognizing that she had turned one and I've got no idea where that year has gone. Um, but more so than any I sort of recognize that I'm currently living me a life that I had envisioned the whole time during my HA recovery. So um, some of you would know that I had HA for six years and during that time I was in and out of eating disorders. So either way, it was a restrictive diet regardless, um, but I definitely had episodes of bulimia, so binging and purging, um, as well as just, you know, intense dieting and sometimes I do uh, some intense fasting as well, um, which I justified as a means to be healthy, but really I think I was just playing on the eating disorders that I already had. Um, anyway, but when I was in the midst of everything, I remember thinking to myself that, oh, goodness, I wish I could eat and not care. I wish I could just go out and have fun without worrying about food. I wish I could eat something yummy without feeling guilty or feeling that I couldn't stop once I started. And I used to sit there and be like, you know, at a family birthday party or an occasion with friends, I wish I could just relax and enjoy the moment and be present and enjoy all the emotions that come with being in a group of people celebrating. And you might be able to relate to this, but I know I was, I was in dieting intensely. I would socialize with people and no one would recognize, but I felt so much like a blank canvas. So in my mind, it, I was just blank. There was nothing happening. But then of course, if someone told me a story or said something funny, I'd laugh and I'd smile and I'd, I'd do all those gestures that would imply that you're having a good time and that you're feeling, you know, happiness or even sadness or excitement or whatever it might be. But it felt like such a show. Um, it felt like I was always trying to act how I should be feeling when really I wasn't feeling much at all. Um, and I don't mean to say that I didn't experience any happy moments or anything like that because like, I, I was happy and my life was good, but it just felt really different. It felt like I wasn't present all the time. And in the back of my mind, there was always this little voice saying like, um, you know, don't eat this or you should be exercising right now or you should be training or, um, 
you know, just consciously reevaluating, reassessing things that I should be doing rather than just being like, no, I'm here. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. If I want to eat, I'm going to eat. And if I don't want to eat, I'm not going to eat. Um, but things didn't feel that simple. Anyway, so I was looking at the photos from Kasima's birthday party and um, I just noticed how happy I was. And there's one photo in particular where Kasima's eating a birthday cake and my smile is just from ear to ear. It's absolutely huge. And two things on that front was that in the past, I never would have posted that photo and I probably would have sat there and looked at it and gone, oh, how disgusting because your smile is too big or, you know, you've got crinkles on your face or whatever it might be. Um, and instead I looked at this photo and went, wow, you look so happy. There was no judgment. There was no comparing myself to somebody else or thinking, oh, I wish I had a better photo because I'm too embarrassed about this one. I just looked at it and went, oh, I'm happy. What a great photo. What a great memory. I'm going to cherish this forever. And then from there, it got me thinking that, wow, I was actually so sincerely happy and present that whole day. So as you could imagine, a child's birthday party, there was lots of food around, there was lots of um, family. And in the past, there would have been this ongoing conversation of should I eat, shouldn't I eat? If I eat it, what's the rule? Like, can I have one piece? Can I have two pieces? Or would it be, oh, I'm just going to eat it however much I want. But then the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, no, but once you start, you can't stop. And then it's going to be a mess. And, you know, potentially, is there a spot where you can go purge? And if there's not a spot you can go purge, can you handle getting fat? Um, and that just roller coaster of thoughts would just ravage through my mind. And it makes sense. Hey, how can you possibly sit and enjoy um, a social event when all you've got running through your mind is what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what the repercussions are going to be if you do do it and if you don't do it? Where's the time and space to enjoy yourself? Um, and the reason I'm sharing this story with you because you're probably thinking, oh, gosh, Jade, what do you, what do you want about? Um, and the reason I share it with you is because what I experienced on Kasima's birthday was being around all this food and I didn't even care. And I remember thinking that's all I ever wanted was to be around any kind of food, healthy food, junk food, whatever, and just only thinking I'm going to eat it or I'm not going to eat it. And literally that is linked into reaching over to grab it, to eat it or just letting it walk by with no other thoughts. And that's exactly what the day was. Yeah, I had some yummy food and um, I also didn't eat a lot of the food, but it, it didn't matter. None of it mattered. At the time, I just thought something was delicious or um, even afterwards, I just recognized whether I was full or whether I still needed something to eat or whatever it might be. But there was no conscious ongoing thought as to good, bad, no, yes, um, and that whole panic that goes around, I guess, having a disordered thought process around food. Um, and I remember thinking at the time when I was going through all the processes of recovering from HA and eating disorders, you know, there's times where you feel really down and you just feel like no matter how much you're trying to challenge your thoughts or your beliefs, that it's not working. You know, I just want to eat whatever I want and not care. And then you go and eat something that you know is healthy like a salad and yet you still feel guilty because you feel too full. 
and sometimes it can crush you like it's so upsetting and you just want to be normal and why can't I just be like everybody else and just eat you know it's only food um in those days often other ones where you might decide to throw in the towel this isn't for me I I can't recover I'm just meant to have an eating disorder or I'm meant to just not have my period and that's it I'm done I'm done I can't do it anymore I don't want to do it it's too hard I'm too upset I look in the mirror I've gained weight I don't even know who I'm looking at in the mirror anymore like who is this person who's um you know eating processed foods or isn't training god bloody 10 15 hours a day a week <laughs> not a day um I, I you have days where you don't know who you are and the beauty in losing your past self is that that's when you start to discover the person you're meant to be this person who is free from those thoughts that you know encapsulate us and imprison us um it's those days that when you work through them and you persist it opens up the pathways where yeah you can get to a place where you enjoy food any kind of food whenever you want to a place where you can be present with your friends and family and enjoy it for everything that it is and everything that it isn't because let's be honest not every family occasion is an incredible one um but it doesn't have to be plagued with all those horrible thoughts um so yeah i just i just wanted to share that with you and know that if you are in a place where or you even just have random days where it's like this is too much i can't do it anymore you can do it. And the crazy thing is, is that once you get to the other side of this journey or the other side of this challenge and you've gotten your period back or you've recovered from an eating disorder, you're going to look back and go, oh gosh, this was so hard. But hey, I'm so glad I persisted because life feels great. I'm happy. I'm healthy. Um, you know, it's everything that I thought I wanted, I have, and it's just as good as what I thought it was going to be. Um, I guess linking it into Kasima's birthday is sometimes I get women commenting and emailing and whatever else saying, yeah, Jade, but what happens if I don't want to have kids? Like, where's the motivation there to do all this work? And um, that's a tricky one, because I can understand that at the time when I was going in HA, I didn't really care about not having kids part of that was a defense mechanism yes um because it's like well there's no point in trying anything if I can't have them anyway um but all I can say to that is HA recovery is so much more than recovering your fertility and while I sit here talking about Kasima's first birthday party and becoming a mum is by far the most precious gift I've ever received um I completely and totally understand that that isn't for everybody and you shouldn't feel like you have to have kids if that's something you don't want to do um but I do believe that you owe it to yourself to give your body the opportunity to have children should you decide it in the future because I can tell you now that the amount of joy that I have from being a mum I never could have possibly imagined back in the days where I thought, well, I'm just not meant to have kids. And yes, hindsight is a beautiful thing. Um, but 
you know, alongside with the idea of giving yourself opportunity to have children also comes all the other benefits of enjoying life and being with friends and having activities outside of training, um, taking up new hobbies, starting up a new business venture. Um, there's, there's so much more to it. So please, when you're having the tough days, it's okay. You're allowed to have them. It's all part of it, but you can do it. Keep persisting, keep challenging, keep hustling, just keep going for it. Um, and you will just be so happy with what awaits you on the other side. Um, I guess talking about challenging things other than thoughts around food is another common question I get is weight gain and how to manage weight gain. Um, by far, this was one of the trickiest things for me during my journey um, between, you know, overcoming eating disorders and then watching my body change. I at times crumbled. It's like I'm looking in the mirror and I work so hard to get this body and be, you know, the look of health and fitness and now I look in the mirror and I just see fat. Um, and let's be honest, sometimes that fat's not even there but we feel the size of an elephant regardless of how big we actually are or how small we actually are. We're so just, we can be anyway, so distorted in what we see. Um, but I guess some really good things when it comes to managing weight gain is um, instantly when it comes to clothes, I mean, if there's something when you're in your smaller size that fitted you perfect, it's probably time to put those clothes, you know, on another shelf, in another room, in another place, um, somewhere that's not in, I guess, eyesight because depending on where you're at in your recovery journey, you might find that either you're putting on these clothes and all you do is feel bad about where you're at or there's times where you're having a rough day and you self-sabotage because you know if you go and put those clothes on, they're going to be too tight, it's going to be painful, you're going to feel horrible, and some part of you wants to feel bad. Um, and, gosh, I'm not even sure why because, like, I know I experienced that and there was times where it's like, no, I want to feel bad and this is horrible and um, sometimes I'd even punish myself with food, which is another podcast episode in itself um, because, you know, we get to a point where it's like everyone just says, keep eating, keep eating, keep eating, and that's all good and well. But what happens when you start turning that into, no, you've got to eat, and it's really angry and it's it's not a positive emotion. It's um, oh, literally it, it's almost like you're punishing yourself because it's like, well, you're not getting a period, so you should just eat. Um, again, you might resonate, you might not, I'm not sure, let me know. Um, but yes, getting back to clothing, wearing clothes that fit you well, that are comfortable, and if you're finding that you're getting bloated as a result of eating processed foods or foods that you normally wouldn't eat or even just having more volume foods, definitely go for loose-fitting, flowy dresses, big T-shirts, um, stuff that's not going to make you keep thinking about um, how your tummy might be feeling or how your thighs might be feeling or, you know, bum, boobs, whatever it is that eats at you most, yeah? Um, we've all got a spot on our body that sort of makes us feel a little bit more vulnerable than something else. So we want to work on sort of just nurturing that spot and not creating an environment where we feel like we can fixate on it and feel really crappy about it. Um, another thing to do is go shopping with the mindset of I'm just going to find the the best fitting clothes so it's not oh gosh I'm gonna go shopping I'm not gonna be one size bigger than what I was or I'm gonna be two sizes bigger than what I was um no we we don't care about size 
all right, during HA recovery, our body's going to do what it's going to do. We can't control how much weight it's going to gain. We've just got to nourish, rest, and go with the flow. All right, so if you're going in with the mindset of, I'm just going for the best fitting clothes, it is what it is, you can kind of brace yourself for um, how you're going to feel when you try on these clothes. Uh, sometimes, depending on the stores that you go into, the shop attendants are really well educated and they can kind of gauge what size you'd be just by having a look at you. And no, it's not a judgmental look, even though it's probably going to feel like it because they will look you up and down, but that's their job. Yeah, they're trying to help you. So you might turn around and go, oh my goodness, I don't even want to know the size and just say to someone, hey, I want to try on this top, not sure what size I am. Can you pick out what size you think would be best? Right. They might tell you the size when they give you the top back. They might not. But either way, sometimes that's a nice way to sort of skip over searching through tags and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting further back on the rack and I used to be at the very front. Um, another thing that can really help is picking a tribe. So friends, family member, whatever it might be, pick someone who's in on your journey and knows where you're at with weight gain and how you're feeling about it um, and let them know that, uh, yeah, I'm having a hard time with this and shopping is definitely something that makes me feel vulnerable. I'd love it if you could come with me and just sort of help me keep my head out of the sand. Um, you might also suggest to them on the kind of compliments that sort of trigger you and what don't. Um, and the reason I say that is because sometimes we might go shopping with someone and they'll say, oh my goodness, that makes you look so curvy or so feminine. I love it. And you just translate that as you look fat. And by no means has your friend or family, whoever it might be, has said that comment to you to make you feel fat. They're in their mind, they're saying like, you look great. You look feminine. Like, look at your bum, look at your boobs, whatever. Um, so sometimes having that chat with them or a debrief and going, hey, this might sound a little bit overbearing, but I'm just really fragile with my size at the moment. So if you are going to give me a compliment on something I try on, could you maybe say, um, you know, that's a really great fit. I think that's perfect for you and sort of not focus on how I specifically look or the shape that I am um, because for whatever reason, I just... I always translate it as fat. And even though deep down I know you don't mean that, I just, once it's in my head, I can't shake it free and I'll probably just throw in the towel and won't go shopping and, you know, it'll turn into a bit of a crummy day. Um, the right people will understand where you're coming from and they'll go, oh, all right, cool, no worries. Um, if there's someone who doesn't quite get it and tells you to drink some concrete and get over yourself, um, take it on the chin because you can't make someone understand something that they don't understand um and if they can't put themselves in your shoes to get how emotional things like uh trying on clothes and things like that can be when you are going through weight gain um you you can't make them understand that so all you can do is create the opportunity for that person to get on the same page as you um so that you can enjoy an experience together um and hopefully end up with some new clothes um, another thing you could do as well um, is before you go shopping, think about exactly what you want to buy. Because sometimes if you go in and it's like, oh, I'm just going to buy something, then you end up trying on 10,000 different things and every shop has different fits and different cuts and different styles. Um, so you might go in and go, you know what, today I'm just going to get a pair of jeans. That's all I'm going to do. Um, and then you make that a really positive experience. You get something that fits amazing. You have a good chat with your friend. Um, you go for a coffee and then you leave. And then you've got that in reinforcement of, oh, hey, that was actually a really nice time. Um, 
I really need to buy a dress for a wedding. So I'm just going to go in, I'm going to buy the dress and rinse and repeat until you get into a place where suddenly when you need to go shopping or you need to buy clothes, you're not thinking about trying on things that are too small or um, someone saying to you that you look a particular way or someone commenting on your size because you've recognized that you don't need those comments or those structures in order to get the shopping experience that you need, which is I need jeans, I need dress, I need shoes, um, so on and so on. Um, I hope that's making sense. I know it sounds quite simple, but um, often literally just bracing yourself for an experience is what can take a massive edge off it and make it so much more bearable. Um, depending on where you're at in your journey, you might be listening to this going like, yeah, I'm bigger, but I don't care about going shopping. And honestly, that's fantastic. If you're at a place where you're gaining weight and you're just embracing it, loving it, let's get a new wardrobe. That's awesome. Like fantastic. But sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's tricky for some, and I know that was definitely a tricky thing for me, uh, especially with the compliments. Um, as much as I knew my mum, my husband, whoever it might be, would be giving me a compliment to make me feel good about myself, um, I just didn't. And there was times where oh, it, it sounds a bit nasty, but I probably would have rather just not have any comment at all because I was so insecure about how I looked and how I was feeling that I just I just got defensive I didn't want to hear what anyone had to say regardless of positive negative because all I had in my mind was you're this you're that um and again that's that's part of the journey for some of us and to be persistent because on the other side um like I can honestly say if I go shopping now um yes there are times where I try things on and I'm not happy with how they look and that's not because I hate my body. It's just because, yeah, there's times where I do think back to when I could wear anything because I had no body fat and I was so lean and shredded. Um, but the reality is that's not my body now. My body now is a functioning, healthy body and that looks a little bit different in clothes. Um, so even now I prepare myself when I go shopping and be like, hey, stuff's not going to fit like it used to and that's okay. We're just going to find the best thing fitting clothing that works for me and for where I want to go and what I want to do um so yeah some days are still funky and some days are great you walk in you try on the perfect dress the perfect pants they fit they're cheap they're yeah, I'd love to say expensive but I love a bargain <laughs> um and then that's it shopping done and I guess another thing to put into perspective too is that we are human and regardless of whether you've got a history of HA or you've got a history of an eating disorder that you're working through, it's so normal to be judgmental about how things fit and how they feel. So if you've got someone near you that has never experienced any of these things and you go shopping with them, they're probably going to have the same feedback like, oh, I don't like my thighs in this or I don't like my stomach in this or um, I hate how this hugs my hips or my boobs are busting out of this top. It, it's normal for us to comment on visual cues of what we see and the, the difference is is whether it's emotionally backed or not. So if you're looking in the mirror going, oh, these jeans are too tight, like my my love handles are showing, um, that's very different to thinking that and all of a sudden your heart sinks and your um, blood pressure goes up and you get into a sweat and the anxiety starts pouring in. They're very different experiences. So um, we want to get to a place where you try on clothes 
you find the best clothes that fit great, make you feel good. And if you observe a change in your body, like that's fine. Um, but we're not we're not backing it up with all this inflammatory emotion that this doesn't serve us. Um, we're going for happy, healthy, and it is what it is. And look, I have mentioned this in episodes in the past and I will continue to bring it up because sometimes women believe that the weight that they gain during HA recovery is weight that they can never lose again. Um, And look, you can lose weight after you've recovered your period, but the way you're going to do it is going to be nothing like the way you have done it in the past, which is over-exercising, under-eating. It's going to be a very mindful practice of a very gradual, slow deficit that... um, keeps your hormones high your mind feeling great and your body feeling even better Um, and also you're going to do a level of exercise that again is going to honor your body and not smash it Um, having said that if you don't want to lose weight after you've recovered like again fantastic no one's telling you you have to but um, you know sometimes we can get derailed thinking that oh my gosh I'm gonna be whatever size and then I I can't lose weight afterwards and that's a very personal decision and um, that's up to everybody and for me look one of my motivators you've heard it before is that I thought I'm just going to gain weight now and then once my body resets then I can reevaluate and see if I can lose a little bit of weight and keep my hormones like functioning Um, that's the journey I'm on right now so I am still breastfeeding which means that I don't get a period I'm incredibly mindful of nourishing and eating and honoring my hunger cues. No foods are off limits. Um, I do naturally choose less processed foods because that's just what I like and what makes me feel good. Um, And I'm exercising most days of the week for an hour. I'm hoping that once I stop breastfeeding, that keeps my body happy. But, you know, if I don't get my period back soon after I stop breastfeeding, then hey, I've got to reevaluate. And if that means weight gain um, because I'm training too much, not eating enough, then it is what it is. That's what I've got to do because everybody is different. So um, I will be posting or discussing with you guys more that side of the journey because it's definitely something that I've tried to look up stories of women that, you know, when do you get your period back after breastfeeding? after having HA, um, I can't find a whole lot on it. So um, maybe you've just had a baby after HA and you've got your period back or you don't have your period back. Um, Either way, contact me. I'd love to hear your story or tune in and I'll keep you up to date with, I guess, how my body's responding to all of it. Um, Because yeah, new learning process. Haven't found much on that topic. <laughs> I've gone on a bit of a raven rant as I do, but I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. I'm so happy to be chatting with you again. I hope some of that information has helped you with um, weight gain and also given you some inspiration as to no matter how traumatic and horrible some of the HA recovery or eating disorder days can feel, there is light at the end of the tunnel and just keep going for it. Be persistent, challenge those thoughts, challenge those fears. Oh man, the life that is coming your way is so abundant, happy, and full of love. And oh, I hope you can hear my smile right now because I get so passionate about it because you just, you can't believe how good things will be once you can release these shackles because that's what they are. They're just shackles. Um, But yes, that's enough for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has helped. Um, Please share it with someone who you think might enjoy. Uh, Subscribe if you want to stay up to date with more episodes. And as always, I will leave my Instagram handle and email address in the show notes if you want to reach out and have a chat. Thanks so much again. Have a beautiful day. My name is Jade and this is the It's a Mind Game podcast.